Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Nikola Jokic might be enough for Denver. Has Thor thrown his last pitch for the Mets? Plus, what is so different for the Miami Heat this year against the Milwaukee Bucks? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The presumptive MVP Nikola Jokic gets the tip in at the end to seal a 120-115 Game 3 win for the Denver Nuggets over the Portland Trailblazers. I can't decide between some sort of Joker Batman joke or A. Rivers runs through it. Maybe Matt Moore from Locked On Nuggets can help me with a pun here. And Matt, this is a series that started off with everyone going, oh, Portland. Maybe they can give this shorthanded Nuggets team a a real problem. And now Denver seems to have retaken control of this series. What changed for the Nuggets? Well, they started hitting shots. That was the biggest thing is they hit 23s tonight, which is well above what you can expect for them with their guard rotation. You know, Austin Rivers going five of 10 from three, including three massive threes in the fourth quarter was a huge part of pulling away from Portland late. But look, the entire team hit threes. You had so many guys that filled in with three-pointers. And if Portland's not going to win the three-point game, they're sunk. Uh, I, I walk away from this game really impressed once again with the Nuggets' resiliency. No matter who they're down or what the situation is, they just kind of battle and find ways and take advantage of opportunities. I marvel at Austin Rivers for stepping up when the guy's been with the team for about a month, about 45 days at most. And then finally, I got to tell you, I just marvel at the fact that Portland's defense is so bad. They couldn't get this win at home in a really crucial game three. Yeah, and, and you look at the box score. I mean, only six guys played over 17 minutes in this game for the Nuggets. How much of this is something that you say, OK, this actually changes the way that I view the Nuggets ability to win, let's say, beyond this series? And, and how much is... Yeah, Portland. Um, maybe maybe try a defense. Yeah, I think maybe just do a defense like one time. But look, I'll say this: like the Nuggets are really good at finding answers. They always just kind of find answers. Like we found this out last year, right? Down three one twice, they managed to come back. Like they are an extremely resilient team. And whenever their backs are against the wall, they just tend to come back up and find a, a way to fight. It's partly what Jokic gives them is the confidence that they're always in these games. Um, I think. One of the things that's going to have to happen is use of Nurkic is going to have to stay out of foul trouble and he's going to have to play like 40 minutes. And I don't know if he can do either. And that's going to have to be a big part of the series. Um, meanwhile, just Portland's offense is going to have to find some more answers. You know, Damian Lillard's numbers look really good when you look at him on the box score. So much of it was at the end of the game when they were chasing and midway through the fourth quarter, they were not all that impressive. So uh, they're going to have to find some adjustments. It's time for Portland to, to, find something to turn the screws right now they're banking on can mellow please come in and have 12 points in a quarter and can we just shoot the lights out all the time they got to create good offense and they got to get stops and i think both those things are tough against a denver team that honestly is more disciplined more well-rounded and more complete than they are locked on today is brought to you in partnership with odyssey that's a-u-d-a-c-y your new home for music news sports and podcasts download the odyssey app today Coming up, has Thor thrown his last pitch for the Mets? That's next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. It was Anthony Davis leading the way in Game 3 
for the LA Lakers. Andy Kamenetsky co-hosts the Locked On Lakers podcast, and it had been nine years, nine years since the Lakers had a home playoff win at Staples Center, but that drought is now over. The Lakers win game three against the Suns, 109-95, and there was a lot that looked familiar carrying over from the game two win. Big gains from Anthony Davis, 34 points, 11 rebounds, five on the offensive glass, living at the line again. Dennis Schroeder, another good night, 20 points. The Laker defense was spectacular. They held Phoenix to 12 points in the second half, limited Devin Booker to 19 points on 19 shots. And unfortunately, the Lakers' outside shooting remains an issue, 25% from behind the arc, and some hesitation visible from a lot of the role players to even put up those shots. But here was something new. LeBron James driving at will, getting to the rim at will, part of a Lakers jamboree in the paint, 58 points in all. This was the most explosive LeBron has looked by far since returning from that high ankle sprain. And with Devin Booker and Jay Crowder getting ejected in the last minute or so, this series is getting testy. The Montreal Canadiens came out firing against the Toronto Maple Leafs last night, scoring twice in the first period as they tried to avoid elimination. But the score would even by the end of the third period, sending the game to overtime. Then it was the two young guns for the Canadiens who made all the difference. Hey everyone, this is Laura Saba from Locked On Canadians. As you might already know, Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. But did you also know that Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki... Nick Suzuki with Cole Caulfield, or Cole Caulfield with Nick Suzuki. What else can we say but Nick Suzuki playing with Cole Caulfield, or Cole Caulfield playing with Nick Suzuki? Have you heard the good news? The Nashville Predators were also trying to stave off elimination against the Hurricanes. They weren't so lucky. Hey there, hockey fans. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. In the Carolina Hurricanes are moving on in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Carolina Hurricanes defeated the Nashville Predators 4-3 in overtime tonight. This was the first series to go four straight overtime games since Chicago and then Phoenix back in 2012. And the Hurricanes got off to a bit of a sluggish start tonight, but after a impassioned speech from alternate captain Jordan Martinuk halfway through the second period, the Hurricanes turned it around. Sebastian Ajo scored a timely goal to put the Hurricanes down one. In the third period, the Hurricanes absolutely dominated. Dougie Hamilton scored a very timely goal to send the game to overtime. And then in overtime, Jacob Slavin set up an amazing shot, and then Sebastian Ajo showed why Montreal decided to offer sheet him a couple summers ago. He deflected that shot in and sending the Hurricanes off to the second round. At least they still have hot chicken in Nashville. You know how you can tell things are getting back to normal? Traffic. A traffic jam. A traffic jam kept Los Angeles Angels right-hander Shohei Otani from making it to the ballpark in time for his regular pregame pitching routine, and he was scratched from his scheduled start Thursday against the Oakland Athletics and shifted to designated hitter. Pretty nice to have a pitcher who you can just scratch and say, yeah, you're hitting today, and he can go out and mash for you. Otani is special. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for today in betonline.ag. The New York Knicks and Atlanta Hawks are tied at one game apiece. The betonline.ag line for their game is Atlanta giving four and a half. The Boston Celtics haven't shown up for their series against the Brooklyn Nets. 
That series shifts to Boston in the bet online that aging line for this game is Brooklyn giving seven. If they're not going to show up, at least have it be a short commute. It's been the Luka Doncic show for the Dallas Mavericks against the Los Angeles Clippers. The bet online that aging line for this game is still the Clippers giving two. For all your NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoff, MLB or golf odds, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Here is another story you need to know Thor may have trouble lifting his arm much less his mighty hammer. Noah Syndergaard shut down for at least six weeks with elbow inflammation. Joining me now from Locked on Mets, Ryan Finkelstein. And Ryan, what does this do for the Mets who are trying to push to make a playoff run here? You know, I don't know if this necessarily changes things all that much because the Mets have been getting by all year based on their pitching. So I don't know if losing the the opportunity to get Thor back in the rotation really changes the prospects for the Mets season too much, but it does affect their ceiling for sure. And it leaves a lot of questions about have we seen the last of Noah Syndergaard in a Mets uniform? And and why would that be explained for people who are not paying close attention to this? Yeah. So Noah Syndergaard is going to be a free agent after the season. And right now he has been shut down for six weeks. So what that means is he's not picking up a baseball until, you know, the end of June at the earliest, probably even mid-July, still has to ramp up from that point. So if you're being realistic, you're probably not going to see Noah Syndergaard until the end of August if everything breaks right. And this reminds me a lot of Zach Wheeler's Tommy John surgery back in 2014. Has it same time as Noah during spring training going into the 2015 season. And then we don't see him again until 2017. So sometimes these things can really linger. And that could mean that Noah's a free agent and signs elsewhere after the season. You mentioned the ceiling of this team. How much, let's say that that Syndergaard is able to come back. The Mets make a, a late playoff run. How much do you think he does raise their ceiling in the postseason? It's, it's a huge amount. I mean, Noah Syndergaard, when he gets back, if he's healthy, you're having a guy who can hit upper 90s with great stuff that you can pitch out of the rotation or even if they just get him healthy enough to throw out of the bullpen. That's a weapon that you would love to have at your disposal. But again, I think the one thing I will say is this team has a lot of pitching. So I'm more concerned right now about the injuries to the offense than I am about Noah Syndergaard, to be completely honest. What is so different for the Heat this year? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar with delicious flavors like coconut, almond, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, and then limited edition flavors. Flavors that often sell out because they are so, so delicious. You have to jump on them or they will be gone. They will be gone. I love the mixed box option where you can get two of each of the nine flavors. They're all high fiber, high protein, low calorie, low sugar. Do I understand how the technology works? No. 
Are they delicious? Yes, I can vouch for their deliciousness and they are not going to make you feel guilty about eating something sweet and delicious. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. I've gotten some questions about the promo code. Be careful about it. LOCKED15. The old one was a different promo code. It is now LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. The series most NBA fans had circled in the first round. It was going to be a war, a battle between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat, the team that beat them last year in the bubble that caused consternation for months in Bucks Nation. Now, Milwaukee is up 3-0 on Miami after a 113-84 beatdown the second straight such destruction that that the the Bucks wrought on the Miami Heat. Joining me now, David Ramil from Locked On Heat. And David, what is truly remarkable to me is these teams, from a personnel standpoint, at least the core pieces, not so different. So what is the difference that, that the last year has made for these two teams? Well, I think you're clearly dismissing the fact that Miami is just setting up Milwaukee for the most epic comeback of all time. <laughs> <laughs> a three zero deficit just makes that. I should have considered yeah, it, it's it just makes for a much better storyline, and I think just kind of reminding everybody about their incredible success in the bubble. Of course, Bucks fans fully aware of how successful they were in the bubble last year. But look, Miami's difference as far as their roster is concerned aren't that great. Uh, they reinserted Goran Dragic into the starting lineup tonight. That really didn't make much of a difference. He struggled from the field. Clearly, a year older and not much, uh, not not as impactful as he was last year, certainly. But you have to give credit to Milwaukee for retooling their roster. They made just the right changes, uh, improving their overall defense, improving their offense as well, uh, and allowing their two stars in Middleton and Adedekumpo to really dominate. Look, we don't we don't have to speculate on the long shot about Miami. You know, um, coming all the way back, it's never happened in the NBA playoffs, although we can, I suppose, if you want to. But what does Miami have to do just to come back in and make this at least a series? I don't know that they have an answer. Um, even before the series, I was kind of pinning any any chances on Miami side of things on Jimmy Butler reinventing himself or turning into the version that we saw from him in the finals last year, where he was pretty dominant against a very good Lakers defense. And even that team, they weren't as good as this Milwaukee team is defensively. They're not as potent offensively. The Lakers weren't as this Milwaukee team is. So I feel like it's just been a two-way battle for, for Jimmy to be able to just even try to hold his own. And he struggled from the field. He's not getting to the line as much. Only four free throw attempts for him in the game where he played 38 minutes. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, you, you expect a guy like Jimmy to get to the line about eight to nine times on average. Over 11 attempts per game last year against the Bucks, and not – nearly getting there as often. And again, credit to Milwaukee's defense. I don't know that there is a change there. If you're, if you're going to look at the rosters and the biggest difference between this year and last year is that they had a guy like Jay Crowder who shot 45% from three-point range in that series, and he was often Miami's safety valve in that they could go to him late in possessions when – Brooke Lopez had blocked off the middle and Adetokounmpo had done a pretty good job in limiting uh, a good look from Bam Adebayo. They could swing it out to somebody on the perimeter if Goran wasn't open. And again, Goran was playing a lot better than he does uh, it has been in this series last year. Well, then you could swing it to Jay Crowder, who was knocking down almost half of his three-point attempts. And so that offense has gone for Miami. It's just been a, it's a very different roster. And I, I think, and I think Miami just is clearly outclassed. 
And finally, two-time Super Bowl champion and former Giants running back Brandon Jacobs is looking to return to football. He posted a picture of him looking in shape and larger than life. Jacob wants to return as a defensive end and tweeted this earlier yesterday. Well, since Tebow came back after being off a good bit, I'm announcing today that I will come back. I will play defensive end for whatever team gives me a chance. When Jacobs was at his peak, plenty of guys made business decisions not to tackle him. Now the tables could turn. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets and download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up Tuesday, so much action this weekend with the NBA and NHL playoffs plus the Indy 500. We'll get you ready before you can get back to work. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.